This is Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. Stanford. 90.1 FM. Radio Atenea Americana. This is Atenea Americana. Bilingual house of culture. On the air and online. Radio Atenea Americana. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Jubes. Isabel Jubes. Bienvenidos. Atenea Americana. Welcome. Bienvenidos. From Stanford to the world. character of the week in People Who Change the World is Gabriela Mistral. Lucilia Godoy Alcayaga, also known as Gabriela Mistral, was a Chilean poet and a diplomat, but also an educator, a feminist, and winner of the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1945. She was the first and so far the only Latin American woman to receive this honor. She was born in 1989 in the small Andean village of Monte Grande in Chile of Spanish, Basque and Indian descent. She studied her primary education under her sister Emelina Molina who taught at the town school. Her father was also a school teacher, although he abandoned the family when she was three years old. At the age of 15, she was supporting financially her mother, who was a seamstress, by working as a teacher's aide at the local school. Her Nobel Prize was award for her little poetry, which inspired by powerful emotions, has made her name a symbol of the idealistic aspirations of the entire Latin American world. Her reputation as a poet was established in 1914 when she won a Chilean prize for the three Sonetos de la Muerte, or Sonnets of Death. They were signed with the name in which she was since being known, which she coined from those of two of her favorite poets, Gabriel D'Annunzio and Frederick Mistral. At the young age of 17, she met a railroad worker named Romeo Ureta, whom she fell in love with. He committed suicide later, and that devastated Mistral, and left a lasting scar throughout her life. More tragedy was to strike her later, when a nephew also committed suicide. 
Gabriela threw herself into her career as a writer and work in education. She became a published author, including volumes of poetry and articles about education. Her career as an educator and a fighter for women's education started early and marked her life. Her rise in Chile's national school system was working to reform the Chilean policy in education for the first two decades of the 19th century. In her adolescence, the need for teachers, especially in the rural ones, was too great. Access to good school was difficult, and this young woman lacked the political and social connections necessary to attend the normal school and she was initially turned down from this school. The main obstacle was that the school's chaplain, who was aware of her reputation in the local newspaper and her advocacy of liberalizing education and giving greater access to the school to all social classes, didn't want her. Although her normal education had ended by 1900, she was able to get to work as a teacher thanks to her older sister. Between the years of 1906 and 1912, she had taught successfully in few other schools and towns. By 1918, Pedro Aguirre Cedra, then Minister of Education and future President of Chile, promoted her, appointed to direct a liceo, or high school. She later moved to the capital of Santiago de Chile, where she defeated a candidate connected with the radical party to be named director of an important liceo. Controversies over the nomination of Mistral to the highly coveted post in Santiago de Chile were among the factors that made her decide to accept an invitation to work in Mexico in 1922 with that country's Minister of Education, José Vasconcelos. He had her join the nation's plan to reform libraries and schools to start a national education system. That year, she published Desolation in New York, which further promoted the international acclaim she had already been receiving thanks to her journalism and public speaking. A year later, she published Lecturas para Mujeres, or Reading for Women, a text in prose and verse that celebrate Latin America from the broad, Americanist perspective developed in the wake of the Mexican Revolution. After extensive travel in Latin America, United States, and Europe, she returned to Chile in 1925, where she formally retired from the nation's education system and received a pension. The University of Chile had granted her the academic title of Spanish professor in 1923, although her formal education ended before she was 12 years old. Her autodidactism was remarkable, a testimony to the flourishing culture of newspapers, magazines, and books in provincial Chile, as well to her personal determination 
and verbal genius. Pablo Neruda, international recognized poet, also a Nobel laureate, was one of her students and spoke dearly about her work. She was one of his teachers and one of the first who recognized his genius. Among her confidants were Eduardo Santos, president of Colombia, all the elected presidents of Chile from 1922 to her death in 1957, Eduardo Frei Montalva, Chilean elected president in 1964, and Eleanor Roosevelt. Mistral is without a doubt a special person to remember and another character who helped to shape the world the way it is today. Gabriella Mistral, the sad mother. Sleep. Sleep, my beloved, without worry, without fear. Although my soul does not sleep, although I do not rest. Sleep, sleep, and in the night may your whispers be softer than a leaf of grass or the silken fleece of lambs. May my flesh slumber in you my worry, my trembling. In you may my eyes close and my heart sleep. And this was Atenea Americana. Atenea Americana. Stanford 90.1 FM. Radio Atenea Americana. A window to the Latin universe. This is Radio Atenea Americana. Bilingual House of Culture. On the air and online. Su casa de la cultura en la radio y online. Para la radio 90.1 KCSU Stanford. I am Isabel Juves. Isabel Juves. Vuelve pronto. Atenea Americana. From Stanford to the world. Remember to come back soon. Ciao. See you later.